Welcome to season six, The Starry Achievers. This podcast episode is dedicated to all the talented people with their new venture under the umbrella named Startup. Today, we have a dynamic person with us from Canada. Welcome to the show, sir. Assalamu alaikum, Sister Hina. It's, it's an honor to be here. How are you? I am good. Walaikum salam. Thank you for taking out time, sir. And if you could introduce yourself to our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Brother Mohammed Maxwell Hassan. Yes, my middle name is Maxwell. And the startup that I just recently founded is called Kalam. Essentially, it's all about leveling up your communication skills from the Quran and the Sunnah. So I'm really excited to have this conversation and unpack a lot of the whole startup journey so far. That's wonderful. And uh, before we progress further, like, was this your dream? Maybe not, not from day one. It eventually became my dream. So long story short, I went through university. I went to college. And you ever notice that there are sometimes you don't pick the passion, but the passion picks you? That's what I found all throughout the way. Now, for a lot of folks, maybe presentations isn't the most fun thing. But for me, for some reason, I've always been drawn to the idea of presentations because I always thought it was an opportunity to share a new experience or share some awesome information. And so throughout the journey of university and college, every time whenever there was a new opportunity for presentations, I got excited for it. And so continuing it on, trying to figure out how to really maximize the whole public speaking communication skill set, I realized that now in the Muslim community, there may not be a lot of these types of services available. Are you familiar with Toastmasters, Sister Hina, by any chance? Yes, I am. Yeah, so you know, like with Toastmasters, it's a great organization for folks who want to improve their public speaking. And it's wonderful for those folks who are looking to break out of their shell. But I noticed that there was nothing like that for the Muslim community, specifically grounded in the Quran and the Sunnah. So I figured, why not bridge the best of both worlds? And here we are. So eventually it became a dream, but it wasn't like I was a kid and I'm like, I'm going to be the, I'm going to do this. I didn't have that in the store or in mind. But the elements must uh, have been there. Like, as you said, you love to, to do the presentation part. So it's like then uh, channelizing those presentation into something which is executable. Absolutely, yeah. It's like those little pieces that I put together. Like there was a, I remember recently I was watching this YouTube video of Steve Jobs and Steve Jobs, he gave this lecture at Stanford University and one of the things that he mentioned was connecting the dots backwards. Sometimes you don't know, you can't anticipate. For some, yes, maybe from day one, they knew what they wanted to do. They wanted to be the doctor. They wanted to be such and such. Some people have that foresight. But oftentimes, you know, when you look back at your experience, connecting the dots backwards, that's when you start to realize, oh, this is what it's been good at, or this is what I've always been meant to do all along. So Hamza, I've been very fortunate. You can say I was a little bit of a late bloomer. However, it's always good to, when you finally find your place or you finally find that thing that you really, really enjoy, you won't change it for anything in the world. That's interesting because when you are backtracing the dot part, 
Okay, at what point or what was that particular time like uh, wherein you had that notion? Okay, I'm going to do this startup. Okay, yes. Now you, hindsight is twenty twenty, as they say. You look back and you say, oh, you know, this was a particular moment. For me, because now with the pandemic situation, it's an unfortunate time. You know, it's a, it's a blessing and a curse, right? And uh, in, in, mm -hmm. in, in the sense that it could be a blessing. It's a new beginning, new chapters, new opportunities, new things that you've always wanted to do, but you never had the chance to. So now is the perfect time to seize that moment. And at the same time, it could be a you know problematic. There are plenty of people who uh, are suffering due to this, and may Allah sponsor alleviate the pain and suffering for those who are undergoing, you know, let's say job loss, and even more importantly, the health for those who've been affected by COVID-19. So I can't say there was a specific moment per se in terms of when I was like, all right, let's, let's jump on board. But recently, like I, I used to work at a school, an Islamic school, and um, as a program coordinator, alhamdulillah, things were going. And then eventually it got to a point, some personal family circumstances, um, had me to halt that. So then I realized, okay, well, what can I do now? You taking advantage of the tools at our disposal. I mean, right now we're using Zoom. Like we're, I mean, who would have thought someone from Canada can speak to someone in New Delhi, right? All the way in Mumbai. Mm -hmm. I mean, like in Mumbai and in India, this right. time, like with, with this ease. So I figured, okay, you know, if not now, if I, if I didn't, if I start looking for another place or doing this and the other it may not be, you know, satisfying completely. So then I figured, you know what, I might as well take a chance now. I don't want to look back at my life and say, oh, I didn't give it a go. I didn't give it a fair shake. I didn't give it a try. So Paul, I would say the pandemic situation and just adding all these things, this thing that just keeps cooking in your mind. Eventually it got to a point where I said, you know what, Paula, if it fails, it fails, but at least I, I went down swinging. So no regrets and just doing my best, you know, and one more thing, if I may, like I remember Jim Carrey, he's a famous comedian. He was telling the story of one time, um, well, not one time, like when he was growing up, his father always wanted to be a comedian, always wanted to be a comedian growing up. But instead, he decided to put that aside and become an accountant, which he considered to be like a safe job. You know, you think right. it, by safe job means that like, you know, something that will continuously bring you money and stability and you know, but it wasn't what he really wanted to do with his life. And then as, as Jim Carrey got older, uh, as a child, his father was let go from that job. So he sacrificed his dream of being a comedian. And instead, he wanted to replace that with a safe job. And even in that safe job, he got let go. So then at the end, Jim Carrey said that, you know, what one of the biggest lessons I learned from that was that you could fail at what you, you know, you can always, you can always fail in life. So you might as well take a chance doing something that you love. So just always take that chance doing something that you love. And for that, I was like, you know what, this is, I echoed that sentiment completely, the whole aspect of communication, the fact that, you know, for us that we can draw from the Quran and Sunnah, trying to enhance and overall go through that. I was like, this is something that I think, you know, I might as well take a chance at doing something that I love. That's wonderful. And it's so, uh, you know, relatable also, as you started off, like, you know, uh, highlighting the pandemic part. Yes, there had been very difficult and testing times for many. 
it is a big challenge for the government also and for the people and a completely new scenario. But the, the other side is also that people have actually, you know, um, found out their own, um, let's say that, uh, you know, that hidden element in them and it, that has surfaced. Yeah, so it's so like a blessing in disguise also for many people wherein they found out, okay, they had this skill also. You know, Sapala, that, that's interesting. And as well, even let's just say putting aside the job or that whole idea for a moment, like even amongst families, it's unfortunate as well because when 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 it was when everyone was in lockdown at that point i'm sure if you remember i don't know if it's the same in india are they in lockdown or is still things have slowly opened up and it's not as much as it was like last year has it are things still in lockdown or things are relatively open nowadays things are relatively open right so remember last yeah. year when everyone was kind of like stay home and just you know in that case Spal, you're spending more and more time with your family and friends or whoever that you know that you were with and it exposed a lot of stuff you know when you're in with you when you're spending that much amount of time with your family members it's all it's sometimes you know even with relationships it can expose cracks in the relationship maybe you find out that because you've been out let's say eight hours a day coming home you didn't have to spend that much time now when you're 24 hours in the same house then you realize wait a minute like time after time day after day then you start to realize maybe I don't have as many things in common with this person, or maybe we do have all these little bickering back and forth and the little things start to add up. So in a way, you're right, like in terms of the blessing in disguise that some folks can just look at their life in a new direction and say, hey, uh, you know what, I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know that I had this hidden talent or that I was wanting to pursue this, which is great. But on the other side as well, it's a, another way to expose a lot of the cracks and um, that's why I think nowadays they call this term, you know how in the back in the 30s, there was the Great Depression in history. Nowadays, now they call it, as far as, the, as, far as I know, the term that's coined around uh, or tossed around is called the Great Resignation, right? People are yeah. leaving their jobs in droves. And so people, when they rediscover, when they find their priorities, like, am I just a hamster in a wheel? Always just going through life, going through this and the other. Then they find out maybe they're, their managers didn't have their back as much as they thought they did. Or, you know, maybe they realize, oh, I mean, is, is money really the end goal here? So yes, it does open a lot of doors and opens a lot of things. And we're a part of history. That's the thing people maybe don't realize. People will look back at our time and say, you know, what was it like when the pandemic first hit and that people had to run and get toilet paper from the stores, right? The rush of that. So <laughs> we're part of that history. Absolutely. And uh, we all have, you know, just grace those moments with it, with a pinch of salt, actually. And yeah. uh, the quality that you have actually imbibed and progressed again is around the communication strategies and the skills and giving it a shape in the form of your own organization. Yes, that's, that's kind of the time I'm trying to do so with so allow me to give you an example. It's always easy to share. So you're familiar with the story of Yusuf Aresana, 
right, Sister Hina? Yes. Like, yes. Mashallah, yes, one of the great, like the best story. Allah Subhanahu mentions in the Quran, best story of all time, right? So it's a very powerful story. Even when Ramadan comes around, inshallah, um, you'll start to see the measures. If again, if the pandemic or if the closures and this, it always is usually packed during regular times because when the, the story of Yusuf Islam is timeless. And it relates to so many things, but let me zero in on a specific moment. Um, this is after Yusuf was tossed in jail. He was falsely accused of a crime he didn't commit. And now he's talking to Al-Aziz, right? And the, you could say the king, the minister, the, the one in charge of Egypt at that time. And you find in, the, in Surah Yusuf that when it comes time when Yusuf interpreted the dream and Yusuf you will find a statement by him saying hire me you know to be like you could say the minister of finance taking care of all this hire me for indeed I have the job for indeed I have the necessary knowledge so right. so in this situation Yusuf so what what does that relate to today's time Yusuf he didn't wait for someone to give him an opportunity he asked for it he knew his qualifications he knew that he was the right person for this so he stood up for himself and he just demanded you know to say look because again this was a really tough time this was a big big deal and so one thing that we can get right away from communication is having that confidence being able to ask how many times are people in the workplace constantly on the sidelines constantly not voicing their opinion and as time goes on in the company, their opinions are valued less and less and less because they didn't speak up, right? And so Yusuf also what we find is he says, I have, the, I have the necessary knowledge. If you have the right knowledge, that's a key ingredient to any job position that you're looking for. Do you have the skill set? It doesn't mean that you have all the answers, but do you have a, can you demonstrate that you have an adequate amount of knowledge required for this position? Like for me, would I ever dare to go up and say that, yeah, I can perform surgery on so-and-so? No way. I have no knowledge about surgery at all. And this is especially life or death situation. But in any case, if it's not in that position, if you're looking for certain roles, look to see, number one, stand up for yourself, being able to articulate that. And also that key of, do you have the right knowledge? Like, can you demonstrate that? So that's just one little drop in the ocean from the Quran. And, this, and you have plenty of examples in the Sunnah where if we just draw from that, learn from that in terms of a communication, as Muslims, mashallah, we're going to take our communication from, let's say, level five to like level 10 and keep going higher and higher. Very true. And it's a beautiful reminder also because it is very, very... Um, prevalent these days, yes, people are being sidelined. And this is not because uh, they don't have the skill, it's just the right opportunity that they miss at times. And uh, I presume these are also your uh, uh, like motto of uh, your own organization and what you believe in also, that's to have an impact. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, I was going to say, Sapal, no. because one of the biggest things that, you know, there's this one phrase that encapsulates all this, which is, if opportunity doesn't knock, build the door. That's what I strongly True. believe in. If opportunity doesn't knock, build the door. Don't wait for people to give you 
that opportunity. Create it. Be creative. Find ways. Go and seek those opportunities. Ask. And, you know, the first time you may not get it, okay, then you got to do another follow-up, then another follow-up, then another follow-up, if it's worth it, you know, for whatever you're going for. But at the end of the day, if opportunity doesn't knock, then just simply build the door. And just like how Yusuf Aleyhisselam did. Was there a job application that he was going through and saying, oh, when is that job application? No, he said, hire me. So sometimes when we're creative with that, that's one of the biggest things that I like to, to live by is don't wait for opportunities to show up. You create those opportunities. And the way you do that so, is by building a door. So I've made uh, the connection like I have built a door and it opens straight to your organization. Wherein <laughs> definitely I'll get in touch. And tell me uh, during your own journey, personal, or if you would like to share the startup journey did you face any low moments in life and if oh. so how did you cope oh boy low moments so in yeah. terms of yeah it's tough you know when it comes i wish i could tell you that all oh, life was rosy and everything was just smooth sailing but that's not reality right if there was mm -hmm. a movie if there was a movie and the and the hero everything went okay no conflict no nothing what kind of a movie is that right very boring so the light, so in my case, in terms of Kalam, at this point, not necessarily low, um, but I can, I'll share with you one specific moment that, and how I dealt with it. When I was in college, this is before I started up Kalam, this is a few years ago. When I was in college, I was studying architecture. And architecture, the reason why I went to that was because I thought it was a perfect blend between art and science. So I said, okay, you know, when you're in the science world, mashallah, it's fantastic. I love psychology and, you know, with science, biology, it's wonderful, but it, it doesn't allow for room of creativity. So the art side is very creative, but at the same time, as you probably are aware, when it comes to art, sometimes it's not rewarded economically as well. It's not very lucrative. If you're a very good artist, that's great for the soul, but not good for your bank account. So I thought architecture was the perfect fusion of the two, art and science. And so I went into architecture and, oh my goodness, near the end, like the, near the last semester, I was just, there was this one assignment where we had to do some rendering. So that means like on the computer software, we had to design a building. And I was just way behind in terms of like, knowledge in terms of understanding how a building is put together my classmates were further ahead i felt so bad i felt so discouraged i felt really bad like i was so embarrassed to show up in classes because we had to do presentations speaking of presentations you see right here even though i love presentation but if you're not confident you don't have the knowledge then uh -huh. it, it doesn't work it just doesn't fit like you can fake it until you make it but people secretly you know deep down inside that people will expose you for you know lack of knowledge and if you don't believe in something yourself, it's not going to come across right at all. So then, so in that moment, I remember I felt really bad. So how did I deal with it? Luckily, I had built up a relationship with the teacher. Like we were talking a lot. We were like, it wasn't, I wasn't just some random student in the back of the class. And then suddenly I had a bad time. And then all of a sudden at the end of the school year, that's when it was, no, like we talked, she knew that I was always engaged in the class. I'd really tried hard, but I just couldn't, it didn't work. Like I wasn't very, very good at architecture at all in terms of putting a building together. So she was very, very accommodating. She understood. She's like, you know, just take some, like I had those one-on-one, -on -one, like frequent one-on-one -on -one meetings with her. 
I don't understand this. I don't understand that. Like I was, you know, maybe if it took someone one try, it took me 10 tries to figure it out. So it's, it, it was like that level. So even though it was my darkest time right there in terms of the architecture world, the way I got through it was that constant communication. The worst thing you can do is just bury it inside and just run away from it and just ignore it or just because otherwise you have to face things head on. Otherwise, it's just not going to get better. You know, I've heard it been put like this. They said, uh, face your problems. Don't Facebook your problems. All right. So that's what I tried. To <laughs> that's nice. So I tried yeah. to re realize that when you face a problem head on, just communicate from the early going. Don't wait until it becomes a big problem. Just like I'm, I'm, I'm not getting this. And luckily went through it. And I and good news is at the end of the whole diploma, the end of that whole thing, I graduated with honors. So but that took a lot of sweat and tears to get there. But aside from that, you know, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. When you had said, and I would just like to add on to what you had shared, uh, when you mentioned that, okay, you were not good at building, um, you know, physically building the buildings together, but uh, I would say now you are building people's life and uh, it's only possible because of the communication that you had mentioned that one should uh, speak up when it's necessary and at the right time also. So you are transforming and uh, making the foundation of their building very strong by your own skills. Wow, look at that, Sister Hina. That's very amazing. What a nice analogy and metaphor. Never thought of it that way, like in terms of building people's lives. That's really nice. And if I can be afforded to share one more story, if I may, when it comes yeah, to... Please. Yeah, when it comes to the... See, this is where, you know, connecting the dots backwards. You don't realize it until after it happened and you're like, oh... So for me, I'm not a very amazing artist. Decent, but not like super duper amazing. And that was one of the classes that we had to take in architecture. It was an art class. So you learn how to draw certain things. You, the key with art, one of the keys is detail, like really paying attention to certain things. So even if I say, you know, draw a pen, you got to really study the pen, look at the angle of the pen, look at all these little fine details. How is the light of reflecting on it? So that's art. Like that's one of the biggest things I learned from art, like how in tune you are with the details. So in my case, I was kind of okay. Like I wasn't so bad and I wasn't so amazing. So I was, I think I was getting around like 60. So I said, all right, I wanted to do my best. And so the final, final part of the mm -hmm. class, like the final thing was, uh, guess what? It was a presentation. And this presentation was worth 30% of your mark. So one third of your mark rides on this presentation. The presentation is like less than 10 minutes. So 10 minutes worth of work, 10 minutes of giving a presentation determines like a third of your mark. Oh boy. So, wow. so that's I was, okay, so, amazing. So now here's the stakes. So now the, the project was about um, making a park. So if you were to, to design a park, what would it be? It's not necessarily like have it architecturally inclined or as structurally inclined the goal is just to think of the idea what's the overall proposal that you have so i decided to make it like an ice cream based park i thought you know the old and the young would enjoy an ice cream themed park you know it doesn't matter how old you are i think everybody loves ice cream unless you're lactose intolerant or if you have other things but aside from that generally speaking a lot of people love ice cream 
so I made so I was with a partner, had this presentation, and we just knocked it out of the park. I think we got from not from what if I remember correctly, it was like 98 or something like that, like really close to perfect. My mark skyrocketed all because of that one presentation. And that was maybe the first time, Sister Hina, when I realized, oh my goodness, if you're able to communicate effectively, it really rewards you. Even if it makes up for what your weaknesses are. If you're not so good in art, but you're so amazing in presentations, then that really skyrocketed that. And I've seen the other case. Some people are so amazing at drawing, but when it comes time to the presentation, it didn't go well and they're ultimately their mark went down because of it. So that's when I realized, wow, you know, the power of communication, the power of this um, is amazing. And that was another fond memory of architecture that I was like, okay, this could work. Yeah, and that is also because of the confidence uh, you had in yourself at that point. Right, definitely different from the previous one. Like this is more about ice, like, you know, like conceptualizing, selling the dream, so to speak, absolutely. So um, now that you have gone back to that age of school and college, what would you like to say to the children? Uh, to the kids at school, yeah. like uh, for those in college. And so my biggest thing is figure out what you want as early as possible. That's what I would say. The, when we go through life, we might be drifting and it takes time to really figure out what your passion is. For the majority of us, it takes some real sincere effort to figure out what it is that you want to do. And, you know, you'll hear of stories all the time of folks like, you know, for instance, uh, like some sports figures when they were young, ever since they were young, ever since they were a child, they just concentrated on that one sport and, and then they became a world famous athlete. Most of us aren't in that category where we're just from birth, we just know exactly what we're going to do and it's just going to pay off in spades. In this case, I would say for the folks, if I was to go back in time, I would say really take the sincere effort to study and study yourself figure out the patterns that you have. And there's a couple of things. I'm not just saying this, you know, uh, intangibly, I'm going to give you some tangible things. One thing you can do right away is you can look back at your past, connect the dots backwards. If you have report cards, maybe start to notice what is, what are some areas that you really do well in? Maybe you're really good at science and you love it. Okay. Then this is a good sign that science is the way to go. Um, so looking back at your past and connecting the dots and figuring out where was I really successful and I enjoyed it. So that's a good key. Uh, the second thing, I'm going to borrow a quote from Mark Cuban, which said, who said that, don't follow your passion, follow your effort. Don't follow your passion, follow your effort, because passions can change every day. Passions can change. One day I could think I, I wanted this and the next day I want that. But effort again, going back to connecting the dots backwards, that's different, you know, because maybe you find I spend more time writing essays. I love putting more effort in essay writing. Maybe that's what you like. Maybe you find yourself saying, I really enjoy math and like studying math. Okay. Maybe that's where, where do you put the most effort and time is flying when you're doing it? Like you enjoy it. You're putting the most effort in it and time flies. That's another thing. And uh, the other one last thing I would say about that right off the bat, there is this thing, there's this psychology test, it's free. You can get a free version online. 
It's called, it's called the Meyer-Briggs personality test. The Meyer-Briggs personality test. If you've heard of it, then it, have you heard of it, Sister Hina, by any chance or no? Yes, I have. You have, right? So, yeah. you know, of course, it's not the be-all, end-all, but it's a True. great starting point for folks who have absolutely no idea what they want to do with themselves. So one little story with that, I remember one of my professors, he used to work in a factory, hated it. His professor told him, take this test. Guess which career they said that he should do and what he should avoid. They said he'd be better off as a teacher and avoid things like factories because it's more monotonous and routine based. So at the end, that's an example, right? So I would say, number one, connect the dots backwards. Number two, follow your effort, not your passion. And number three, check out Meyer Briggs personality tests and uh, see where you can go. And ultimately, it's just to find yourself as early as possible. You'll save yourself a lot of headache later on. Those are beautiful tips. And I'm sure now the listeners will realize actually to backtrace their own steps that they have taken in life till date. And uh, students will benefit out of it. Any message you would like to share with people who would like to do um, to start any startups or have any ideas in their mind? How should they channelize or give it a shape? Oh, Masha. So when it comes to anyone who wants to start up, recognize that there is a possibility you will fail. But at the end, like Jim Carrey said, you might as well do a chance. You might as well take a chance doing something you love. If you love something and you're able to monetize it, that's the ultimate success in a way, right? And as Muslims, especially, we got to be careful. We, there are certain limits. We can't just do anything that we want. There are certain things and boundaries. So by everything is in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if we put it, if we do our best and leave the rest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, inshallah, you're going to be in good shape. Now, having said that, when it comes to folks who are doing startups, take a look around. You don't have to invest all your money in one go. Take, do little experiments to see where the interest is and validate. See, I would say, number one, is it something that you love and something that you can, you're good at? Because I can love you know, tying my shoes all day, but if it doesn't help other people, it doesn't really help. You know? So by really connecting between what you love and what is useful for others, that's one thing. And the other thing as well, you know, take a chance at doing something that you love. If you truly love what you're doing, like you enjoy it by love, what does that mean? I'm not saying you're going to marry your job, but I'm saying that you, if you, if you just, you wake up in the morning and even though you don't get paid doing this, are you still okay with that? That's a good sign to say, all right, this is a good thing. Now imagine you're doing that thing and you get paid. How cool would that be? Right. So that's the idea. So I would say, give it a go. You don't want to live your life with regrets. The worst, you know, people on their deathbed, they don't say the things that they wish they, you know, they don't say the things that they did. Unfortunately, many of them say they think they, they say the things they wish they did. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to go, we don't want to live through life with regrets and, um, you know, give it a go. If it doesn't work out clear, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a plan for you. And at the end of the day, just do your best and leave the rest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So with this hustle, are there any fun moments that you would like to share? Or any, any unique fun? experience that you had? 
Well, okay, a little fun thing. When it comes to startups, um, it's hard to find your identity at some point. Like it's, it, the first thing is establishing who you are. That's the key because if you establish yourself as an identity, then you will attract the right people like a magnet. Uh, one funny moment recently, there was a brother who, because in the beginning, what I do is I offer like a free 30 minute session um, just to get to know you, just to see how, you know, if you have any certain communication needs, you're more than welcome to visit karam.ca for that. And recently there was a brother who reached out, booked an appointment, and what he wanted to talk about was tax strategies. And I, and I was telling him, I was like, I don't know if I'm, this is the right, I'm not the right guy for this. Just, are you sure you're in the right place? Like, uh, uh, this isn't, right. I'm not a tax, I'm not a tax expert. So that's, that's the funny thing. When you're getting, when you're starting up, you're going to tweak your, your identity. When you find it, oh man, it's going to be like, when you find that identity and you find that the right people will come into your life, inshallah, just be strong, you know, swim upstream. There's going to be people who will tear you down. It's just natural. Rasulullah was not accepted from, exempted from the, who are we? If Rasulullah the best of the best, he's the kindest, the greatest, he's the mercy to humankind. If he had enemies, who are you and I to say that we're not going to have any, you know, pushback? That's how I look at it. Like expect the people to, you know, try to tear you down. Expect the people to say that your, your, you know, your, your services are useless or not worth it. Or what's your, this, that, and the other expect all of that. But at the end, again, love conquers all. If you truly love it, you're going to push through it. No problem. If you hate it, if you don't really enjoy it, you're not going to put your life on the line for it. Then of course you're going to drop it. What's the point, right? So I would say that little tax strategy session was uh, a little fun moment. So how life. should people get in touch with you to get those services to judge whether they hate or love? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Again, I'm not, yeah, that's the thing. Like it's not, it's not for everyone. Uh, again, that's the good thing. How should they life. connect? Do you have any website if you could just yeah, share? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. It's called kalam.ca. So K-A-L-A-M dot C-A kalam.ca you're more than welcome i have tons of videos and things so you can get a sense even before if you if you want to just see what my philosophy is like how i look and you know and how i talk and see how that is so don't worry YouTube, people will uh, definitely take the benefit of that 30 minutes free session count on yeah, me then <laughs> Mashallah, sister, I appreciate that. So let's see how it goes. And at the end, yeah, it's all about investment. You know, when you you put your you you see the value in something, you're gonna invest in it. It's like you're if you dig for treasure, if you know that there's treasure deep, deep down in the in the earth, are you gonna dig for it? You know it, you know. So that's the whole idea. When we dig, dig deep into our own selves, you're gonna see it's worth it, and you'll see the immediate benefits, inshallah. Inshallah, and I'm sure that the listeners will benefit listening to you that yes, the most important thing is the communication skills to connect with each other and to voice out when they are in need, rather than assuming the other person will understand or know things about you. So reach out, that is the crux. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it, it applies in all facets of life, personal, professional, you know, if you're able to communicate effectively, doesn't matter what field you're in, take any field you're in, 
this is equally uh, transferable across the board. So alhamdulillah, I'm very, I'm very honored and fortunate, Sister Hina, for this platform and for the opportunity to share this message. And may Allah swt put barakah on your podcast, and may Allah swt put barakah in everyone's lives and save everyone, you know, from the perils of this pandemic. So may Allah swt accept. Amen. And with that, and your words, yes, the lasting impact one should have with the right message, meeting the right person, and in the right way with the right time aspect. Those are your words, and I've just reiterated them. So I take this opportunity to close the session for today. It was wonderful talking to you and gaining the insights and for you sharing your own story. Thanks a lot, sir. Thank you, Sister Hina. Thanks a lot. Take care. Bye. Asalaam. I love this. This is Brother Mohammed Maxwell Hassan from Canada. Despite of all the ups and downs, he is doing what he is loving at the moment. The experiences he shared is relatable to each one of us in some way or the other. As he had mentioned, the process of connecting dots backward can reflect one's liking towards a particular skill or subject. We should not ignore the process. He also shared that one must try, give one's best with the right knowledge and do something which we love. The fear of failing should not stop us at any point of time. If we fail, we fail, but there are no regrets. He emphasized that if opportunity doesn't knock, build a door. And he categorically expressed this further by saying that, that we need to be creative and face our problems head on. It's interesting to listen how he said, face your problems and not Facebook your problems. And how true this is in the current time, wherein social media is a mute form of communication. So take the responsibility and seek out. Opportunities will not come to you. We need to reach out, communicate, collaborate and be confident in whatever we are doing. His vision is to facilitate or upgrade the quality of communication skills in individuals so that it helps them to face life with confidence and clarity. So in case if you need to upskill your communication skills, do reach out to him. Figuring out what one wants as early as possible is a key. Observe your passion versus your efforts. The investment that you put in your efforts will take you a long way. With that note, I end the episode. Hoping to see you next week with another guest and their startup story. Till then, take care and be safe. Bye.